Welcome, everyone, to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomishior. Uh, anyone who would like to sponsor sure we're looking for sponsors, please text 718-213-3681. Beautiful opportunity to be able to help us continue our Daf Yomi program. The We're starting... On Daf Lamid Bet Amur Bet, today's Daf is Daf Lamid Gimel. Lamid Bet Amur Bet on the towards the bottom. Va'af Rapapa Hadar Now, Rapapa was mentioned beforehand as explaining Abba Shaul. Rapapa had claimed that Abba Shaul holds that in order for a person to pay, he needs. Both things. In other words, you need both Vinatan and Yochal. And therefore, you need it to be a Kazayit and a Shavepruta in order to have to pay it back the way we said before it. That was the Chidush of our Papa. The Gemara is saying now that after what we're about to say now, which is a nice long-winded Chidush, you're going to see at the end, even though it doesn't look like it's relevant to anything, but at the end you'll see that our Papa was was backtracked on his position of about about Abashaul. The Gemara says as follows: Papa the Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta. Pasuk says, and you will sin by accident. We learn Prat lemezid that teaches you that when you do miila, which means you're taking uh, unauthorized use of something that belongs to the Beit Hamikdash. And you bring your korban, it has to be bishkaga by accident, prat the mezid, but as opposed to mezid, where you will not bring a korban of meila. Says the Gemara of Halodinu. Of course, of course, you don't bring a korban for meila by accident. It's a kavakomer. Uma shar mitzvot. Shechayab bahen karet poted bahen et mezid. If a regular mitzvot lotase. For example, let's say eating blood. Which has a hue of karet for eating it. Poted bahen et mezid. The Torah tells you that if you did it on purpose, you don't bring a carbon, even if it's karas. Meila. By meila. She'en bo karet. Which doesn't have karet. En odin shepatar mezid. For sure the mezid is patur. So that's the, the, the writer's starting point is that it's obvious that there's no korban me'il of amazed. From a kalvachomer from Garis. Says the Gemara, Lo, Im amarta b'shal mitzvot b'ay, the other mitzvot we might have said, the yipatur b'mezid, sheken lo chiyeh b'hem mita, because they're not as strict, because you're not chayav mita b'deh shamayim for doing it. To omar b'me'ila, shechayav b'mita, could you say by mita, mita, and over here we see, at this point, we think. That's why I need a pasuk to say, That's why I need a pasuk to say, which excludes a mezid, to tell you that a mezid does not get from the pasuk, because you wouldn't be able to figure it from a kavachomer, because of the strictness of by karet, by meila. Alimale 
it seems like in the Brita that originally we thought that Karet is stricter than Mitabi Deshamayim. And in the end, we think that Mitabi Deshamayim is stricter. That's a very weird thing that the Tanah in the Rasha thinks that Karet is stronger. And in the Seif of the Brita, we think that it's stronger to have Mitabi Deshamayim. How could he go from one side to the other? Without explaining himself. So the Gemara says, So Rebchia Barabin explains as follows. This is what we meant to say. Lo. Im amarta b'shar mitzvot, shken lochia b'hem mita b'pachot mikazait. You mentioned it by other, by other things, where there's no mita, which means, mita doesn't mean mita b'deshamayim, Read the word mita as mita with less than a kazayit. What was that? Could you mention about mita where you are chayav mita and less than a kazayit? Well, it just as ken chayav mita. The word mita I explained as mita b'dei shemaim. Rabbi is going to say, well, who told you that's what it means? Maybe mita means mita with less than a kazayit. Okay. So Nachman told him, "Thank you. Hashem should should calm you down the way you calm me down." Okay. So Rabbi said back, "My nichuta." It's still welcome, Harry. My nichuta. How did I help you? You think I helped this one? Rabba and Rasheshit, this answer that I gave you, that I said that it's talking about Mitah and less than a Kazayit, got torpedoed by Rabba and Rasheshit. Uman Shamatle. Who is the rabbi who says the Amar? Hezid Mila, we're now on the top of Lamar Gimel Lamar Alf. Hezid Mila Mita. Which rabbi said that if you made a Mezid on Mila, you chayav Mita Bideshemaim? Rabbi He. We know that the only rabbi who holds that you get Mita Bideshemaim is Rabbi. Rabbi Amar, Mita, Vichahim, Azara. What's Rebbe's reason? He makes a gzera shava of the word chet being used twice by truma. From truma. And it tells you just like truma. Because it says the same word chet by truma. And it says the word chet by mi'ilah. Just like a guy who eats truma. You get mitabi deshamayim. So to Mila, you get Mita Bide Shamaim. Umina, Matruma Bekazait, Avmila Bekazait. Though if so, you should say that just like Mila, no, so therefore, if just like Truma, you need a Kazais in, in order to get the Mita Bide Shamaim, so too. Mi'ilah, 
you need a kezayis to get to bita b'shemayim. Okay, so therefore, it's impossible to say that we're talking about pachot mikezayit because the the author of the brisa, the author of the brisa has to be Rebbe because he's the only one who says mita by this, right? You can't say the word mita. Right, we're saying mita bechot mekazayit, but the only one who says mita at all is Rebbe. Right, instead of saying we, 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 the pshat of Ruchia Barabin was that when the brightest says mita, it means mita bechot mekazayit. But the only one who says mita is Rebbe, and he learns it from Gzeirah Shava of Chet Chet, from Truma, and the same way the Gzeirah Shava tells you. That is mita b'deshemayim, because it's whatever they get by. Gzeirah Shavah tells you whatever's by one is by the other. So the same way the Gzeirah Shavah tells you whatever's by, that, that that since by truma we have mita, we should have mita by meila. Should also tell you that since by truma it the mita is with the kazayit. So then here should also be kazayit, and that's against what we what I just told you. That has to be less than a kazayit. Now. It seems like. It seems like we compare whatever's by here should be by there. So now the Gemara says, Rapapa, now this is the key part that we came over here for, because Rapapa, because I remember we started off by saying that Rapapa backed off of what he said about the Abba Shaul. Rapapa is going to come and save Rechiyah Barabin, and thereby showing that he backtracked his other statement. But it's very, very cool how this happens. Umat Kifla Rapapa. So Rapapa says, Mimai de Rebbe Kirabanan who told you that Rebbe, Rebbe hold like the Rabbanan? The Rabbanan who hold that in order to eat Truma, you need a Kazayit. Maybe they hold like Abashul. The Amar who holds, Yesh Mosheva Pruta Avagadulet Bekazayit. Who holds that in order to eat truma, like with the whole machloka we said yesterday, all you need is a shavah bruta is the main thing, even if it's less than a kazayit. And if they hold like him, then you don't you don't have to blow up the whole gzeira shavah. The gzeira shavah could work fine. You could say that we're learning from truma, but even truma, since we hold like abashal, could be less than a kazayit, and therefore it's stricter. How do we know that shavah bruta is less than kazayit? What? That was the whole machloket yesterday of Abba Shaul. Abba Shaul, if you remember, Abba Shaul had said that it has to be a Shavah Pruta. And we thought that was against what we said about Kazait. And Rapapa says, no, Abba Shaul means both. You need Shavah, it needs to be Shavah Pruta and Kazait. That was the whole thing of Rapapa. Right? So now we're saying, we hear Rapapa himself talking, and he says, Maybe he holds like Abba Shaul, who says, Yesh Moshavah Pruta, Ava Gavdalet Bekezayit. Says the Gemara finishes up. Vahrapapa hu da'amar da'aba Shaul ta'atibai. Wasn't Rapapa the one who said that Abba Shaul needs both a Kezayit and a Shavah Pruta? El Shavah Hadalbe. So we see that he backed off. Now, I don't know when he say he backed off means, I explained it to you now, that Rapapa backed off and he doesn't. He no longer thinks that 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 Abba Shaul needs both. It could be. I don't know which one came first. 
which brighter came first. So it could be this is what he said originally to, to help out uh, Rav Sheshit over here. But maybe in the end he was Chosed and he went back to say that he needs both. I have no idea which one it is. Okay. Right there. We are now at more Bray de Ravina. You look ready, huh? More Bray de Ravina Mara. Hachikama. This is what it means when it says that you chayav karet b'shogeg. Lo ima marta b'shar mitzvot shelo asa behen she'en mitkaven kibitkaven. By other mitzvot, we do not say that we don't care if you have kavanah or not. Because in other mitzvot, let's say Shabbat, if a guy has in mind to pick up a flower that's already been cut from before Shabbat on the ground. You see a flower lying flat on the ground, and you want to pick it up because you think that it's already been cut from before from Friday. Yeah, might have picked it up. By mistake, you picked up you cut off one that was attached to the ground, which is the Yisud of harvesting. Then you patur from chatat. So you see that there's a difference between mechaven and enemet kaven. Tomab mila, can you compare that to mila? Shimnet kaven hitchamen begizechulin. If the guy has in mind that he wants to use the wool of non kodesh, non betamikdash wool to warm himself up. And instead, he used the wool of a carbon ola to use it. Shema'al, over there, Yema'al, even if you didn't have in mind. Therefore, you see that Mi'ila is stronger. And that's what the Brighton mean when we say. Uh, we, we want to learn from other things to Mi'ila. That's the Morbury Divina's way to explain the difference between Shad Mitzvot where you're not chayav mita, to mi'ilah, which chayav mita. What are we saying? According to this way of learning, when we say, until now we were saying, mita with less than a kazayit. That was the, the and, and other one with more than a kazayit. Now we're saying a new way, we're more revealing when we're saying that, we're saying that you can't compare other mitzvot to mi'ilah. By other mitzvot, we don't equate, as it were, you, having kavanah and not having kavanah, but by mi'ilah, it's all the same. Even if you didn't have kavanah, you still did mi'ilah. And therefore, it's stricter. That's the opinion of Morbury Dervina. Of Nachma He's got his own way of learning. He says, Hachikama, this, this is the comparison between mi'ilah and other mitzvot. You're talking about Morbury Dervina? Yeah. Even No. But he's saying Chayav Carbon. Bishogek Chayav Carbon. Okay? Normally, normally, you only Bemezid Chayav Carbon. In other words. In other words, no, no, he's telling you like this that even if you. This, there's, there's different levels of Shogek. There's Shogek, which you, you forgot. And here, you didn't even realize what you were doing. You want to pick up this, and you picked up the wrong one. That's not even shogeg. Right? Normally, in a regular, regular item, if you do the wrong thing, if you ate dam, 
Let's say, for example, you, you, you did a, you're not chayav a korban on Pes- uh, uh, for, Let's say a guy on Shabbat. When do you chayav korban on Shabbat? When, for, when you do it on purpose. No, no, no on purpose you're not. only. But only when you forgot it was Shabbat and you turn the light. Or you forgot it was a suit and you turn the light. But if a person uh, wants to, you know, is reaching for his glasses and he turns on the light, he wasn't even trying to turn the light. That's you're not, you're not, you're not chayav. Right. Here we're telling you that when it comes to Mila, you are chayav for that. In the Quran, by using Beit HaMikdash stuff, you reach for the wrong blanket, you got the wrong blanket. Now, this is, this is a similar thing over here. Mit Asik. We're going to read this also. This is the difference. If he said by other mitzvot, can lo mitchayev, mishe en go tezek mit asik. We don't compare mit asik kilo mit asik. Shimon like bia et talush. If the guy wants to pick up something that is talush, vechatach mechuban, and then he picked up mechuban, shepatur is patur. Tomam miilash imoshite do lekli litol chefetz. If a guy stuck his hand into a keli to take to take an item, vesach yado b'shemen kodesh maal. Here's another thing mit asik. Last time we said that you, we were talking, according to Morbrey Avina, we're talking about a guy who, want, who knows he wants to cover himself with a blanket, and he took, instead of taking the blanket that's allowed, he took the blanket that's made from the skin of the, of the Korban Ola, which is not allowed, and that's, but at least he knows he's covering himself with a blanket. In our case, we're telling you, and, and that's why you see that Mi'ila is stricter, because Yechayav in that case. Here, in this, in this version, the version of Rav Nachman Yitzhak, the guy was reaching to get his glasses, and instead of, getting, instead of putting his hand on the glasses, he put his hand in the, the barrel of oil that belonged to the Beit HaMikdash, and he moisturized his hand by mistake. So he completely had no intention of doing it. Mm-hmm. In the other one, you had a slight intention of picking the wrong one. Right? That's Enamut Kaven. Here... He's not even an enemy. He's mitasek. He has no idea. It's like a guy who falls down and turns lights on, right? And still, yechayav by meila. That's the strictness. Okay, good. Amar mor. The rabbi said as follows: We said one of these words said If you remember yesterday, we were talking about a guy who uh, eats trumat chametz. You pay keren v'chomash. Remember that. Mm-hmm. So he said, when did we say that? That's only if I separated Truma before Pesach, and then it got chametzized. Right? But if you took chametz from the beginning, and you separated Truma from chametz, it means on Pesach, you have chametz on Pesach, you're holding the pieces on Pesach, and you separate Truma from that? On Pesach? On Pesach? Then everyone agrees that the, it doesn't become Truma at all. Right. Good. So the Gemara asks, Where do we know this from? How do you know that you can't, you can't make chametz truma on Pesach? That if you have chametz on Pesach, you can't make truma? Amar Nachma Yitzchak, Amar Kral, the Pasuk says, Titen lo. It says, Reshit The beginning of your grain, grapes, or olive harvest, Titen lo. Give to the Kohen. Give it to him. Lo, 
Velo leoro, leuro. Give it to him, not to his fire. Since anything that you have on Passover has to go in the fire, because you have to burn it. Therefore, the word titen lo excludes giving in. Therefore, it doesn't come trumaized on Pesach at all. Says the Gemara. Mativ Rav Huna Brady Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Huna Brady Yeshua asks a question on the statement of Rav Yitzhak. He says, it says in Masechet Tenumah, and Tormin Minet Tenumah. Hatimeah letehorah, you can't take truma from tameh fruits onto tahor fruits. So if I have some fruits that are tameh and some fruits that are tahor, and I need to take truma from my tahor fruits, I can't say, well, you know something, I have these fruits that are tameh anyway. I'll take those that, those tameh ones to be truma for my for my tahor ones. Can't do that. Vim talag, and if you did bishogeg, if you did it accidentally, it still works. And now no one's going to eat it. It's going to go to the garbage, but the true work. It's the, the tahor ones are edible now. Amai, why does it work? Lema, love, lola, uro. Why don't we say, hey, I thought we have a pasuk that says, lo, you have to give it to the Goen and not to his fire. In this case, even I don't care if he did it by accident. Bottom line is, it doesn't work. Basuk says, lo, 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 uro. Lo, le, uro. Sorry. He says, lo, kasha. Hatam, haita, lo, sha'ata, kosher. When we said that it wor- that that it works, that's only if the truma that he's separating is tameh now, but it was once tahor. When we said it never works, lo v'lo le'uro is something that was never ever tahor. If it was never tahor, then you can't separate truma from it like that. Talking about something that was never ever tahor, never had a chance to be tahor. Like Mar wants to clarify, when could ever a fruit or or a, a, a produce ever never have a chance to be tahor? Always when you harvest it, it's tahor, right? So you were going to say that the chametz would have been what's kosher one time? Oh, we didn't connect it yet. We'll get there. What's the case? Oh, no, no, something. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. So we're saying the same thing also. We're saying that chametz, we're talking also, didn't have shata kosher. The chametz has to be that it, that it couldn't have shata kosher. It, it never had a time that it was non chametz. And that's the reason why it doesn't work. Okay? So it comes out that chametz on Pesach has to, no, has to be chametz when it's from the beginning. So yes, think How do you have a case that something could be chametz on the ground? Right? And this is a wild Gemara. The Gemara seems to be saying here that it could get chametz while it's still attached to the ground. While it's still wheat attached to the ground, it could get chametz. But if it was chametz, if it got chametz eyes when it was already detached from the ground, then 
Hachinami the Kiddushah. Then it had some time that it was okay. And then we would say that the, the, the Kohen's tru, uh, truma would work. Because since it had a shah, since it had a time when it was okay, it's fine. Now this presents a pretty big problem. Because it sounds from here that something can get chametz while it's attached to the ground. How does it get chametz when it's attached to the ground? It's still growing. Right? right? So, because uh, it rained on it. So some rabbis explain, this means, now this, this, causes, this means that if it's, if it's growing from the ground, and it, while it's growing from the ground, it uh, gets dried up, because uh, the stages of wheat is that it's wet, and then it gets dried, and when it's dried, that's when it's ready to be harvested. So if it's already dried up, and then it rains, you can get chametz eyes already while it's on the ground. How much rain has to fall? A lot of rain uh, for a day straight rain could be chametz. Others say that you have to see that it cracked open in, in chametz eyes. You have to see a sign of chametz on it. Some say you don't have to see a sign of chametz. It could be chametz even if it just got rained a lot. This is why many people, when they do the shmur matzah, they like to get, uh, when we, we go bake our shmur matzah over here, we pay like crazy prices a pound. And they ask you, what, what, are you paying $40 a pound? Okay. Do you want to pay 43 why would I want to pay three dollars? Anyway, I'm paying a crazy price. No, because if you pay forty-three or forty-six, then you could get Arizona wheat instead of Oregon wheat. Why is Arizona better? Because in Arizona it doesn't rain. So even yes, we we're watching it from the time we cut it, but maybe it rained right before the cutting. So in Arizona, we assume there's less rain than Oregon, and therefore they want to pay, pay people are paying more for that. Why? Because of this Gemara, which makes it sound like even attached to the ground, it could get chametz. Now, if it has to be cracked open to see, so this wheat that we're harvesting is not cracked open, we should, we should be fine. But if you're saying that, like someone explained this Gemara, that it means that it rained very, very hard after it's dried, who could tell? You can't tell. You know, no one's keeping track. You've got to be there to keep track. No, you have to be there for weeks before to keep track. It seems from here that maybe the harvested on Pesach. Yeah. No, but if you tell me, did they harvest it on Pesach, or maybe they just harvested it before Pesach, but it had no shata kosher? Okay, Amalein, he says yes. Begzirat inin petkama b'mamar kadoshin sheilta. He says you 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 said very very good things. You agreed with Hamidah Chachamim. You're like angels. That's what we do. Kavati. It's only when it's it's kachametz when it's attached to the ground. Okay. So the, okay, that's one source. So law velo leuro. Good. Says the Gemara going further. Kiata of Huna Breder Bishur. Number Huna Breder Bishur came. Turn to. Let me give a little bit. Amar he says. Amar we have a different pasuk. Pasuk said Reshit diganechav tirosh chavitzerech atitenlo. Shiu shirea nikarin liistael. Has to be in a situation where it's the beginning and the rest is left over. It means it has to be that the rest has to be mutar to the Jews. Which means when we say that this is the first, what makes, when you separate truma, that's the first, and the rest belongs to the rest of the Jews, right? Now, when by declaring this is the first, it sounds like this is the first, and the rest is edible to Jews. But if you separate truma, 
from chametz, the rest is not edible to Jews because Jews can't eat chametz. And therefore, it's not called the first because the rest, if, if the second is not Jew edible, then the first is not called first either. That's another source from Masuk that you can't separate Jew chametz. Okay? Now, according to this, then according to this, then it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be that it got chametzized on the ground. Now, because according to this, as long as it's not mutar to everybody else, it's fine. You know why? Because before, the reason, the problem was no value. That's it. After the, uh, the six hours, there's no value. There's valueless. Zero. If something has no value, how could you get Tarumah? Because over there, Chumat Chmeya is, is Mutar to Yisrael. So therefore, it's different. Okay. Yativ of Achabar Iva, Kameder of Chista. Yativ Amar Mishmeder of Yochran. Anavim Shidbu. Here's a new story. We're talking about you have grapes, and the grapes got tameh. Okay? Good? Dorchin pachot mechot mekabetzah vekashen nesachim. Tell you a big chidush. He's saying, since there's a rule that tum'ah doesn't come to fruit products that are less than the size of kabetzah, what you could do is, if you have tameh grapes, squeeze them less than a kabetzah worth of wine out of it, and you could take that wine and use the wine for a carbon. It's not tameh. I was tameh to start with. Yeah, but, I, but now it's less than a kazayat. Less than a kabetzah. So it's going on. They were tameh, and now I squeeze them. But when I made sure to squeeze a, a wine less than a kabetzah, and since less than a kabetzah doesn't get tameh, so it's fine. So, I think I'm always going to question this. Okay. Alma kasavan mashkin mifkan pakid. Now, there's a question whether the liquids inside fruit are they waiting in the fruit? Do we say the mifkan pakid, or do we say mivla bali? Which means, are they? Do we say the that the, the grape is for the wine? Right. Do we say that while the grape is still unpressed, do we say that the liquid in the grape is a separate entity that is waiting to be extracted, mm-hmm. and therefore it's still tahor? So even though the grape itself got tameh, but who, what does that do with the liquid? Okay? okay. And therefore the only way, we're thinking that only, the only way the liquid will get tameh is if it touches the grape in the squeezing process. But since the liquid that's coming out of this grape is less than the kabetzah, so the, t- the fact that it's touching the grape in the squeezing process doesn't mess it, and that's why it's fine. And therefore, you need to, you need to say, in order for you to say, hey, can you use this on the mezbeach, you have to say, welcome, two things. You have to say that the liquid in the grape is mifkat pocket. It's not absorbed in the grape. It's not part of the grape. It's just waiting to come out. But even if it was, it's still less than a... a, a you know, but it, we're going to see soon that if it was, if it's absorbed in the grape, then it got tamed with the grape. 
So you can't separate it and say, oh, the grape got tamer and not the liquid. It's the, the liquid just as tamer as the grape. Even if it's less less than uh, the kibitzah? Yeah, because the only reason why we're saying that less than kibitzah is good if, if it didn't start off tamer. Right. Okay, let's see. Let's see how we're going to read it inside. When does it get tameh? When you squeeze it. When you squeeze it, little the We don't have the shiur. If so, Why did you say less than a kabitza? Even if it's exactly kabitza, also. Mm-hmm. If you had a guy who tameh who squeezed grapes and olives, kabitza mechuvan taonim. If it's exactly the same kabitza, then they're then they're tahor. Okay, Mara says, "Hatam over there, the law avid hacha lechatchila." Over there, we're saying that if he did it already, it's okay. When we say if he did it already, that's on a. That's when we said kabetzah. Hacha lechatchila. Here we're telling you, can you do lechatchila? No, lechatchila. We don't need to do kabetzah. Only less than kabetzah. Gizra dilma ati lemeibad yotem kabetzah. We're afraid you might do a little more than kabetzah, so we make you do uh, to be extra careful. That's the difference. Okay, that's all the first opinion, which is the opinion of Ravachabar Eva. Okay, Amalei Rav Chista, man sayit lacha ul Rabbi Yochanan Who's listening to you? And you're real your rabbi. We don't like what you just said. That's okay. The tumah that was in the grape, where'd it go? I had to make grapes to start with, right? right. Where did the tumah go? How do you get tahor wine from tamay grapes? Where'd the tumah go? Right, 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 right. right. So, well, it says the Gemara back. Alma, we see. Kasavar, this rabbi who doesn't like what the first rabbi says, he holds. Mashkin Mivlavai, that the liquid in the grapes is absorbed in the grapes, and therefore the liquid is already part of the grape and already tameh. And that's why he says where the tuba go, because he said he thinks that the liquid is not waiting to come out in the grapes, it's absorbed in the grape. And since the the solid got tameh, it's really hamashkin, so the mashkin also got tameh because it was part of it. Amale so Rav Eva told of Chista, You don't hold that the liquid is waiting to come out and not part of the thing? I'll show you in a different example that I'm right. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah? If you have a Tamemet, that was the Mishnah we just brought. If you have Tamemet who squeezed either olives or grapes exactly kabitza, it's tahor. Now, how do you explain that Mishnah according to you? <laughs> if you learn like me that the liquid in the grapes is mifkat pkidi, waiting to come out and not part of the grape, that's why we say that it's tahor. Eliyamet mivla bali. But if you say liquid in the grapes, mivla bali, which means it's part of the grapes, so when the tamemet picks it up, amai tori, how can we tell the tamemet already touched it, right? So how can we say that the liquid? According to what you're saying, that what? What do you mean? How, where, where did the tumah go? So what, ask your same question on this mishnah. When the tamemet guy touches the grapes, where did the tumah go? 
if the Mishnah says it works, so what are you starting with me for? Right. Sigmar says, I'm a layer back. Yeah, the only reason why we have this problem is because you don't know what that Mishnah is talking about, Tamemet guys. I'll tell you what that Mishnah is talking about. He says, no. Hacha, here in the Mishnah, Bemaya Askinan, what are we dealing with? What's the ace? What's the case? Ba'anavim shiru. We're talking about grapes that never got wet. The rule is, we said the mentors many times, that fruit only get huchshar, get, get, get able to accept tumah when they got wet after they were extracted. After they were taken off the ground. These grapes that the man guy touched were grapes that were tahor because even when he touched them, because they weren't wet yet. And therefore when he presses them, when do they get muksha? When you squeeze it, so you're making them wet from the grape juice. And you're making them able to get tumah. And therefore, and when you squeeze it, it was less than a kabitzah, so you can't get tamer, and that's why it's fine. So, so the grape juice doesn't become like a liquid? Because we had before that. Grape juice is one of the liquids. Wine is one of the liquids. It is. But since it's less than a kabeza, it can't get a tameh. Uh, you got it? So Christa says, ah, I, I know that one. But what you're saying is no good. Because you're talking about tameh grapes. This was tahor grapes that the tameh guy touched. Different. Right. Okay. And says Rav Chista, not only can I say that this is what he's talking about, that's the only way to understand it, actually. Why? Of course, if you don't explain like me, how did Tanya this that we learned? If you mentioned, we remember we mentioned before that Tumah we compared the item that can't be used to truma, the item that has no, no use for it, was like a truma of a strawberry or a grape, where there's no heter to eat it because it's tameh, and there's no heter to burn it because it's not a combustible item, right? <laughs> So why do we say about those grapes that there's no way to eat them and there's no way to burn them? There is a way to eat them. Why don't we just squeeze them your way? Tameh grapes, why do we say that Tameh, this is two days ago we said this, we said that when you have Tameh grapes, there's nothing to do with them. You can't burn them because it's not like a a Tameh um, loaf of bread that you could actually use as firewood. And and you can't eat them. Right, right, right. But this now we're questioning the eating now. Why can I eat them? Tamay grapes, according to you, are always edible. Take tamay grapes, squeeze them less than the kabbitz, huh? and they become edible. No, the, the the juice, the liquid is okay, but not the the the, the, the skin. I understand. So you can't eat the skin. So, so if I have to make grapes, why did you, why did we say? Oh, there's nothing to do with tamay grapes, and therefore 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 is stuck. There's something to do with it. We said that when you. Okay, hold on. Yeah, we said before that Jumat Chametz on Pesach, being that it's Chametz and, and Tameh, there's no Heter. Normally, Jumat Tameh, you're allowed to light it. 
But Tumat Chametz, you're not even allowed to have Hana'a in the lighting it, and therefore it's no good. And he says, you know what it's like? It's like Chuma, not on Pesach, of a Tamer grape, where there's no way to light it because it's not flammable, and, and you, can't, you can't eat it. Now, so we, we were bringing it over there to show you something that's not flammable. Just like you're not, it's not flammable on chametz because you're not allowed to have hanaa. So it's not flammable because it's not a flammable item. Cool, but the edible part is wrong because according to what you just said, that any tamer grapes is always edible a little bit if you just squeeze less than a chametz and you drink the juice only. So why do we say, oh, what do they do with it? What do you mean it works? Right. So that's true according to you, but according to me, who explains. That who explains that it's talking about tame grapes, which become okay when you do less than kavata. I explain talking about that the grapes weren't tame, just the guy was tame, and therefore, according to me, I'm I'm cool because I say the tame grapes are really stuck. You can't do anything about them. Only when the guy was tame, you could fix it. Okay, we're gonna stop over here. Oh, where, where, where am I up to? Know it? Mm-hmm. No, I did. I recorded. Okay, where are we leaving off? Where where we're right here? Let's go back to where we are. There's also directly Okay, we up to Amarava. Okay, we'll stop over there.